Uh, because um, I honestly don't know why. But anyway, while you're looking for that, uh, you realize that you're going to have at least two, three properties later on in your life? On average? No, you're going to have it. Like, you're going to own three properties at least. And Assuming inheritance? Like, yeah. I your guess grandparents so. House, your parents' house, and a house in Florida. Uh-huh. I don't know if you ever realized that. Bro, uh, I don't see this bouquet picture anywhere. Unless it was maybe, on maybe it was on a story or something on Instagram. Because yeah. I remember I saw it on Instagram. Oh, she maybe, posted, it maybe it was. A story. Maybe it was a story. But anyway, you realize you're going to have at least three properties that you can either live in or rent out later on in the future? Yeah, I guess so. I don't count on that, but when you think about it, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this one day because I was uh, uh, I was talking to my dad and, like, you know, I think I mentioned it before to you, like, how I realized, I was like, oh, I have to get my Mexican citizenship. Okay, yeah. I remember you telling me that. Can, that way I can legally own the house, so that way I can have a lease. And in the future, I'm technically going to go own two properties, the one in Mexico and the one in the States, possibly three. Uh-huh. And also, I was talking this about somebody to somebody else. You realize that's the only way, as of right now, we will get a house without paying out the ass so much? Yeah. Obvi- definitely, right now, something like that. I mean, it's not without paying out the ass. I mean, reality, we could get property for a reasonable price, be even but, cheap, but we have yeah. to live in the middle of nowhere or yeah. an economically undeveloped area. Yeah. But as of right, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you ever realized that I was, uh, I, I kind of realized this when I was talking to my dad and realizing I had to get my Mexican citizenship and all that. And I was talking to somebody and I mentioned that they were like, they're like, wait, you can get that? I was like, yes, because my, by Mexican law, I am automatically granted Mexican citizen, oh, eligible for Mexican citizen, Mexican citizenship because of the law in Mexico. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically it's a, at least one of your parents has to be a Mexican citizen doesn't matter where you're born. If you're a Mexican citizen, you are eligible for Mexican citizenship. So my hey, dad has t- to do... Huh? Hey, you were telling me about that. Yeah, so the only thing I think I have to show them is my social security card, my birth certificate, and I think my parents have to pull out a few documents too. My dad uh-huh. has to double check on, on what documents we need. Okay. Well, then there you go. And then, boom, two passports, which... I think it's something that I no actually that was actually a episode we did one time. Is it worth getting a second uh, uh, passport and all that? Mm-hmm. Which, I don't if you think, remember. Oh, like something about dual citizenship. I remember that because having two passports basically, you know, you have dual citizenship and all that. Mm-hmm. And you know, the more passports you have, the more power you have because you're able to go to more countries. Oh yeah, and the strongest passport. I think we talked. Did we talk about that? Uh, I think we mentioned it. It's not the United States one. South Korea, I think, or that's the second strongest. Singapore may be the first. I think, or Singapore or Japan. I think maybe. Uh, South Korea is second. I think. I know. I know America, despite not being the most powerful, despite to what a lot of people would naturally assume, it's in the top ten though. Uh huh. But anyway, so actually, hold on. I need to pull this thing up that you sent me. Uh, let me see. Da, da, da. I want to say something so bad to the conversation they're all having, but I'm like, no, 
I'm not going to start a bigger file in that conversation. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that one. Oh, uh, I I hadn't looked at it at the moment. I want to say something so bad in it, but I'm like, Brandon, don't start a file. Hold on. Here, uh, go to the doc, and I'll, and I'll do and I'll, That was the website you sent me. We have to do one more, but there we go. Copy. Paste. Let's see. You do what's going on in the doc here? Yeah. Oh, I hold on. I'm actually about to start the. I'm about to click random conversation because today Blaine wanted to do uh, a conversation starter from a website called Converse, conversationstarter.com, and he got this from a uh, Good Mythical Morning by Red and Link. Well, Ear Biscuits by Red and Link, which do okay. Good Mythical Morning, one of the most popular YouTube shows. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. I think it would be cool just to. I have a rabbit hole episode, and this involves us also taking stuff and looking it up and like things like that as well. And I'm going to hit the random conversation generator. Let's see. What is your least uh, favorite part of your day? Uh, you know what? Uh, and I forgot about this. I listened to another uh, episode with them, and they just they went down the rabbit hole again, but he found a better one. And it was using that one? Oh, no. Can we take a, a sabbatical here at 5 minutes and 40 seconds to do that? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be it. better. Yeah, go for it. Ha! 10 minutes. Bam! Okay. Right. Okay, so the reason uh, Blaine did that is because he made a, like, a little... Because we, we wanted to look something up, so he went to, uh, like, he was typing in the time I need to cut in and out and all that. And that got me off in a little side tangent. We can honestly make this a whole episode, but, like, probably July... Probably June or July. I was honestly feeling like unmotivated, unproductive. Like I wasn't doing crap. So what I started doing was I bought this a long time ago. Kind of a and I hadn't used it in a long time. And this is a, a like a basically it says a today's a plan of attack. It's basically like you know organize making a list to do for the day. That's and cool. it has like three different categories. Most critical would be nice and not and not a chance. I've started using this a lot more. Even for something that as simple as make my bed, do laundry, to more like important stuff. But I've also been using for menial tasks because I was feeling in a rut. I wasn't doing anything. I was like stuck in the same repetitive motion. Honestly, yeah. like you may, people may think it's silly just to make a lesson, like put something as simple as like say, brush your teeth, make your bed. But this helped me feel like I was accomplishing stuff because I had to let, I was marking stuff down all the time. It's about prioritization. That's what that is. Yeah. So that's writing it down, prioritizing it, so you get the important stuff done. Yeah. So it's really important. I was writing it down, like you know, now I'm like you know that got me out of my funk and all that, doing way better and all that, and still using it a lot to try to get everything down. Now, do I always get everything done in a day? No. Could we make this into its own episode? Yeah. So most of the times I do. Maybe like once a week I don't get the whole day done because stuff happens or I feel lazy. But hey. Mm -hmm. This has helped me a lot. There you go. That's cool. That's a good little tip in there. All right. So we're now we're getting into the. Uh, we haven't done this thing like we're supposed to be doing. Uh, hey everybody, welcome back to the For Long Haul Podcast. This is Blaine sitting alongside Brandon, which is drinking water, and today we're entering the rabbit hole. And uh, I was watching an episode, which we mentioned this earlier. I don't know how we're going to do this, but 
Ear Biscuits by Rhett and Link. They have Good Mythical Morning. A lot of people have heard of that morning show where they do all sorts of cool stuff every day of the week almost. And uh, so, yeah, they did a rabbit hole episode. There was pretty much two, but only the one was obvious if you listen to the other one. But uh, so randomquestionmaker.com is what we're using. It's kind of, it was what they ended up using the second time Rhett did. And so we're going to try to take the rabbit hole on a couple of things, and we're going to see where we go, how far we go. So it's a time for a thing. So we'll see what it's like. Uh, do you want to? You have one. See, we'll 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 agree on to hit, hit the rabbit hole on a question, and we'll go into it. So you want to see if you got one that we both like? Oh, go! Oh, you go first. Uh, you go first. Well, I have some I do like, and I wanted to know what you had to say yes oh, or no. I, what I thought was better. I only have one. Uh, my first one is: if you were offered the position no. of mayor of your city, would you take it? I, I heard that one. On the the other thing too, I like it, but I kind of don't want to talk about it because I heard them talk about it, mm-hmm. and, and you don't want to steal the ideas or like say what they say, but subconsciously, well, right? I mean, true. Plus, it already gave me time to think about it, which I didn't want to do. Gotcha, gotcha. But I also right. agree with a lot of things that they said. So let's go to a different one here. Um, let's. Um, so I think this one's more interesting. There's a shallow one we could potentially do. There's another one I think is good here as well. So what would you do if you were the lone survivor of a plane crash? So let's, maybe let's create a scenario here. Like, obviously, there's a plane crash. You're the only survivor. But, like, where do we crash? Let's say somewhere. Let's just say not an island because everyone says an island. Mm, be- a field. Out in the middle of somewhere in like the Netherlands. Let's say it's not too cold, not too hot. Let's just act like Nether- crash in the middle okay. of a giant field somewhere with trees off in the distance and stuff. We crash. What are you? What are you gonna do, Brandon? I got some interesting stuff to say. Um, well, okay. So typically, what you're supposed to do uh, is not go that far from the uh, wreckage and all that because uh, 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 control will at some point figure out that hey, this plane has crashed because. Uh, whenever they take off and all that, there's supposed to be a flight plan and all that, and all that. So mm-hmm. they will at some point know and start searching for you. So I would not leave the uh, area of the plane crash. Maybe wander off a little bit, but not too far because a, I don't know why I'm at, and b, it's easier to see a plane that has crashed than a small person out in the middle of nowhere. Right. So do you have a flight plan even for small planes, small aircraft? I, I think you do. I think you do. I strongly assume you do. Yeah. I don't know. That's what the rabbit hole is for. So, uh, and in the middle of this, if you think about stuff, I, you can look stuff up. I need to look up one other thing, too. So, if you look it up. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. I'm eating a cup of Takis here. I've had this bag for, like, a month. It takes a while to eat Takis. They're rich. I like it. I like how it takes a while to eat them. So, what I would do, and this is one of the first things that come to mind... Okay, okay, yeah. so we'll, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. They do speak They do speak English in the Netherlands, so we should be good, too. Well, shouldn't they know something crashed? It doesn't matter what language they speak. They know what's going on. Yeah, but, you know, just in case, you never know if, like, you know, maybe somebody will bump into you and all that. Or, like, you know, they'll be trying to tell you something. It's like, hey, anybody else alive? Are you okay? And all that. Like, whenever, like, medics get there and all that. Yeah, I got you. So, if you're a lone survivor of a plane crash, so that means just other people here who died. Yeah. Um. So, you know, based on what's going on here, where you're at, we said not too cold, not too hot of an area, so that gets rid of my other thoughts based on hot and cold things. But yeah. uh, one of the things 
I'm assuming I'm not going to get rescued for a while. And, um, uh, but one of the things I was going to say that is a real, I don't, I don't, controversial is not the right word for it, but I, it, it goes against morals easily. I was going to, okay, I know what you're going to say. It's a big taboo. Would you, you're thinking about is like, would I eat the people in order to survive? Because I do have protein and all that, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so you remember the episode of Rick and Morty uh, that we saw where they, uh, where like he got the, uh, the save replace in time button, and if he effed up, mm -hmm. he could just redo the event over and over again. And then there was a part of the episode where there was no sound and everything, just music and all that, and he got a girlfriend and all that. They ended up crashing and all that. That was actually based off a of real event. I think I told you that, and I showed you the video afterwards. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. What did they end up doing? Uh... Well, it, well, so in the show, like, it's a, they didn't exactly, I think they showed it kind of like, you know, like they were eating the people, like after a while they had to eat the people and all that, and like, you know, some of them were breaking down and all that, because, you know, mm -hmm. socially, morally, and everything, that's a big taboo in most cultures and all that. Again, yeah. most cultures. I think yeah. there's some indigenous cultures and all that, or some like really... Mainstream cultures, nobody eats each other. Yeah, yeah, the vast majority, yes, but... um. But vast so, majority, hell yeah, it's a vast majority. Do you know of any cultures that we talk about just on the news that have people eating people? I don't think so. Like probably like really remote that uh, on that in contact with that many people, like maybe the Amazon and all that. <clears throat> yeah, that's some little shit. Like yeah. we're talking about ninety nine percent of cultures don't eat people. Yeah. Uh but um so those people they actually did eat those people and all that. Uh huh. Because they had to survive, and they were shut. And whenever that yeah. news broke out to the community and all that, they were kind of shunned. So I that wouldn't be my first thing to do because well, it's not my first thing. You do that yeah. later because you're starting yeah. to starve to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Now here's the other side. If I was able to have food and find food, yeah, I'm not gonna eat them for the shits and giggles. Like yeah. I'm doing that because I'm gonna die. Now here's the thing, though. That's not that shouldn't be your first priority. No, though. water should be my first priority. Yeah, first priority. Wait, actually, I think that's the second actually. What behind shelter or I alerting so. people? I, I, well, yeah, it depends on where you're at. We're saying the place has a good climate, so yeah, shelter is still, still really weather, important, but it's less it could important. Rain, and then you know, you can get wet clothes stamped that can get you hypothermia and all True. that. True, so it can get a little warmer and a little colder in this area since we're assuming it's a good temperate climate. Um, but shelter could be already handled because the plane has crashed. And nah. so there ought to be some kind of shelter there. We did live, so it didn't blow yeah. it into a million damn pieces. Yeah. But there's probably something you can live inside of already at the wreckage because it's a plane. Yeah. And you didn't die. Yeah. Assuming you just sat in it and rode it into the thing. Um, so if not, you have things to be able to make shelter with because of the shit that happened. Even yeah. if it's like up into a spot, you could probably like you could dig a hole in the side of it or something. Like have you can create a shelter with what you've been given already. And wreckage sp sp just sprayed everywhere on that, too. Yeah. Um, so the answer, I would eat people if I had to, to survive. Um, now, the problem, if it was in a cold environment, you could say the people would be preserved. Now, obviously, the wolves become a problem or wild animals. But um, so, yeah, that sucks now. Have to defend yourself with that kind of thing based on yeah. where you're at. I mean, it's even. I guess it's even worse if you're not in a cold environment because the bodies will begin to rot, and you can't so, eat the meat. So, so before you, got, you really get hungry, the bodies start getting bad anyway. What you also have to do is you have to uh, start uh, remove them, get away from them as as far as possible. I'm like you know, 
get them away from you so that way you don't get any bone diseases and all that. So uh, yeah, bone diseases and all that. So, well, they don't have diseases. Obviously, they'll you know you don't want to eat them, but. Um, I well, like, pro- you know, sometimes, like, you know, because if I remember reading correctly, like, you know, the reason sometimes you wear a mask and all that is because of the bacteria, like, whenever, like, people are handling their bodies and all that. So that way they don't inhale, like, any of the bacteria or anything that's inside the body. So, say, oh. somehow something gets ripped up and all that. That's why. If I remember correctly, and I think oh, okay. the longer it's dead, the more that happens. If okay. I remember correctly. I see that. Well, I'm thinking because of the climate, we need to drag the bodies away. Yeah. When it- because if my shelter is going to be the plane, A, so it can be seen, but B, it's already ma- it's already made shelter. I don't want animals to come get me. Yeah. Especially based on where I'm at, like bears and shit. I don't know where we are. We just set a spot, but I don't no, know. Well, you said Netherlands. Netherlands. So is there bears in Netherlands? Uh, here, hold on. Let's blah, blah. So I think, given I don't know how much knowledge of the area, we're about to look this up. You're looking it up. But I would drag the bodies away because I want – them not to attract predators to me, especially to my shelter. And so drag the bodies away. Now water is now really important. So I'm going to somehow try to be able to find water. We won't get too in-depth about that. Just little things. But that's kind of being – so what? what's like the apex predator of the Netherlands? Uh, so it looks like they have the – I am so going to mispronounce this. Uh, a northern linux, oh, Which, like a lynx, lynx, lynx. Yeah, that's how you say that. So they have one of those, they have elks, European elks, they have some bats. Something the I'm not gonna check elks are gonna go to um, a body to eat it. I'm looking, they, they for, do I'm have worried a about predators. Uh, your Asian uh, brown bell. So, yeah, apex predators. So there's pre- like wolves. That's a bad. That's bad. Lynx and brown bears are gradually returning since they've been extinct. Oh, well, it sounds like maybe oh, yeah. wolves are the worst. I bet you a lot of the far- a lot of farmland and stuff out there, they've killed off a lot of these apex predators. Know, maybe I was reading the wrong thing. Let's see. But yeah, so it looks like they do have a vast variety. Yeah, it looks like. Um, It looks like it's not very common. Uh, I wish they would reintroduce Wilson to the UK. Wow. So it seems like. I know those. Well, I mean, if you count those Wolfson, uh, uh, I don't mind. I think that's getting a little off center. Yeah, that's. Yeah, we don't want to get. Badger's the largest land based predator in the Netherlands. Dude, war home free. We're getting ate by stuff out here. It's just badgers. Besides, there's probably some other animals, but it's incredibly unlikely. And the wolf are the biggest predators. Okay, so, so it, it seems like they've been pretty wiped out. So that's good news. I would definitely assume wolf somewhere would be bad. All right, so good news. We really don't have, don't have to worry about some wolves. We don't want to hang out too long on that point, but there you go. Other than that, I'm going to need some water. So I'm going to develop my shelter to be able to withstand some bad weather. And, uh, and they pl- make a plan for getting water. But like you said, I'm going to go for shelter first. And uh, in case bad weather does happen, I'm able to withstand it. And especially the wet thing. The wet thing is a huge problem, if it, even if it's kind of cold. And uh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. I feel like that does pretty good. 
Ideally, I can I was, find some water. Yeah. I got I to I sneak. Man, something random. I know. All right, so I just randomized one. It said, uh, it gave me, uh, what ball game do you like the most? I don't like that. As a rabbit hole question, like, how do you go down a rabbit hole on that? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. If you get rid of, uh, if you get rid of the ward of, the, if you can get rid the ward of one disease, what would it be? Um, ooh, this one is, I like this one. This is a good rabbit hole-ish question. All right, I feel like. So what What are two things you would do if you woke up to find yourself completely invisible? So this can either make you a hero or a villain. Okay. Because depending on what you, on what you say, because like, Stereotypically, probably something that everybody would... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we do this, is stuff you touch and all that or grab invisible? We're going to assume not. We'll just take this at face value if you were completely invisible. So I would I would assume not, just you. You could have run a social experiment if you wanted to and just see how long it takes to anybody notice that you've just disappeared, gone, gone and all that Okay, so that's your one thing. I, you, that's that's really something cool. you could do if you wanted to. You could do social experiment to see how long it would take for people to notice you and all that, that you're gone and all that. For you, it's going to be. What would happen? You could do that too. For you, I think it would be more, probably like two days at most. For me, I think it would actually be maybe. Two days? I live here with her. She's going to notice me immediately. That's why I said max. Because I want to say less, but you know, just say something crazy happened. Like, you know, maybe. One of you was supposed to be out of town for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me. It'd be a while. I, I can honestly see it being a while because I have the bad tendency, and that this has happened recently. So while I get so busy doing something, I accidentally ghost people. Now, I do talk to at least maybe somebody every single day. And I'll, actually, no. It, it would actually probably be. It'll probably, it'll probably be the same day, actually. Wait, could we use our phones and all that, or no? Or, like, no. Okay, okay, no, if you were to do the thing, it's like, you know, you couldn't talk, like, you know, you just see, if you went invisible, then you just did an experiment to see how long it take for everybody to notice you were gone, then yes, it'll be a day for me, too. Okay. But if, you know, I kept on, like, you know, messaging people and all that... Then they wouldn't. Then they wouldn't notice for a long All right, time. Next, uh, next thing. So, like, you got two things you're gonna do. One is you're gonna do a, an experiment to see what it takes people to notice you, pretty much, and like watch that, I guess, and just observe. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I think it sounds. I think it sounds cool. I I didn't think of that, but I think it sounds really cool. So, what's your ne- second thing? Get on an airplane and go to Europe. Okay. Because here's the thing. I could just like be moving around the cabinet. And nobody will probably notice I'm there. And if somebody, if there's an empty seat, I just sit in it. How is anybody going to notice? Uh huh. The only problem is I'm going to have is getting through the um, uh, TSA. But I'm pretty sure I can figure something out. You're invisible. You can walk around the the metal detector thing, yeah, that, right? Because yeah, yeah. you don't have to walk through it. The cop walks around it. Yeah. So I should be, as long as I just like don't bump into anybody, I should be home free and all that. 
and just get on the airplane and all that. And even so, there could be a gap like next. You can just go do it real quick. And yeah. Like, well, that was weird. Like, what are they gonna? And don't and you know not pay for a flight and just go to Europe and all that sightseeing and all that. That's pretty cool. That's two things I just I didn't think of. I know that makes me think of what you thought of. Well, my first thing is for personal gain. The very first thing I thought of, I was like, if I woke up and I was completely invisible, I could commit the perfect crime. See, that's why I said, that's why I said, see, this thing can make you sound like a villain. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought that too. But here's the thing. that No offense to you. That is the most basic answer I think anybody would say if they had were given this uh, scenario. Well, yeah, I don't know. Even I, mean, I thought me, of it. Even I, I thought of it. And you're so basic. <laughs> I'm not saying I am, but hey, I didn't say it, though. Well, this answer pertains to me without any outside research because I didn't listen to them answer a question like this. That's why I didn't want to do the other one. And so the, the first one would be if I was completely invisible, like I would go to like, you know, rob a bank. And uh, because there's no way for there to be like evidence, you're completely invisible. And um, we'll ignore things like hair falling off or something, maybe a fingerprint. Let's just leave. That's not that's not a happening item. So that means you can go and like, you know, take a bag of money or something. And uh, now the only downsides to that is we assume. What are you doing a card opening at the same time here? Yeah, because I, I was like, you know, I don't know, I just need to do something. I don't know. I just saw, I just grabbed one. Just saw doing it as you were talking uh, for some reason. Okay. Um. So. I didn't think I was gonna distract you. Um. Yeah. I'm easily distracted. So yeah, we. The only downside, I guess, if we don't turn things visible, like now there's a walking bag, and people go. People will probably stop and look more than they're willing to probably attack and try to grab. You know, but the good news is you'd be able to be in there and like, you know, load up a duffel bag or some crap. And um, and the, it would just run out so quick they wouldn't know what to do, maybe. Uh, without you turning stuff invisible yourself, that makes it kind of difficult, I guess. But there you go, like committing that kind of crime. Maybe the bank's a bit of a tall order. Maybe you need to go. You can just just grab money out of every cash register in town. And, uh, but the bigger the fish, you know, the more you could eat. So that was my first thought was personal gain. Then you can buy a house. You know, those, uh, those, uh, one flaw with your thing, right? What is afterwards having to like spend the money or mark bills and stuff or. Yeah. Mark bills or spending. Both. Yeah. Um, well, that would be one at thing least you, for sure. At least you, the. Well, physically, you you want you have to spend it physically because you will not be able to um um you won't be able to like go to a no you can't bank and deposit it. Yeah, you can't make any kind of deposit or anything because that's suspicious. I need to make a paper trail, so I'm gonna have to. That means every kind of smaller purchases I do and stuff will be cash based. I could pay my rent with a cashier's check. It makes a little bit of a trail, but I'm, that's kind of reasonable. Uh, I wouldn't do it all the time though, because that's where all that extra income from, and why is it not being subtracted from my normal money that I do? I probably honestly would think not to do that. It would be so hard to come back to me unless I do big stuff because there's no evidence. Yeah, I was invisible. I never left the house. There's no, <laughs> there's no visibility, right? 
Uh, dude, that means I would take, I'd hijack a car. I'm invisible. I don't want to take mine. I mean, yeah. You go to a gas station. A guy gets out to do his gas. The one person who gets out and leaves a car running, you push him to the ground, you get in, you drive off. He didn't have enough time to get back at you, and not to mention his car just pushed him away and then drove off. You know what I mean? So there you go. That's more thoughts about what I would do. But yeah, I would all my small purchases and grocery purchases and stuff like that would become cash based, and everything like that going out to eat and all that kind of stuff, all cash based. So all the fun small leisurely stuff remains cash based. I made I would maintain the same way of paying bills as I do now, and. Uh, do not arouse suspicion, which I think I could still have be more flexible than that. But that would, I would do. I choose a really safe option. Absolutely. Um, so next, let's see here. Uh, what else? I have to do a second thing. If two things you would do. What is the second thing, dude? I mean, I thought of that, and I didn't think of really of a second thing. I can't take your idea. That sounds incredibly cool, though. Which what? one? Um, like use it to go to another country for free. Yeah, but I, that's not cool enough. I mean, that's I know I really like the idea, but I can't use that. I gotta come up with a second thing. I feel like I had two answers to this so easily. What's a good second answer? I'm invisible, completely invisible. I think it would be crazy just to go downtown and maybe people watch and like get completely into random conversations by like literally sitting next to them and just hearing stuff and just being like a literally a third person spectator and watching all that and um, i think that would be really cool ooh you could like be inside of a business and they could close and you could stay so like six flags or something yeah, you can act like you're haunting the place. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be really cool. Like, literally, go to like the freaking like I'd go to like the university here. I'd go to the library and I would haunt it, and like take a pencil, like just a pencil, man, and follow somebody with it. That would be so crazy. Like it would freak somebody no, out. No, 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 no. Like, what just... you do is. Once somebody's grabbing a book off a bookshelf, you grab another book, open it, and then walk the other way. So they just see a random open book just floating. Uh huh. That'll freak saying. them out. That'll freak them out more than that whole pencil thing. Well, I'm not gonna just do the pencils. Just I would start with something simple. Yeah. Like, I would have like a floating object, and like that would be a thing. And like that's really weird. And uh, or like throw stuff at somebody. That would be really funny. Like bounce like something light like a little pebble off of somebody and like them getting like incredibly pissed like dude what in the hell is going on who was throwing this there's nobody to be found because i'm invisible and uh and stuff like that that would be really freaking cool and it'd be so fun to do okay oh well so i think that's it for this episode probably gonna make this a two-part do some more of these and all that all right because it's like about what well, about like 36 minutes and probably yeah, but about 10 minutes but there's I mean, if you cut like ten minutes, it's uh, twenty six minutes. But if you, I guess, if you want to do like a, if you want to do a second one, maybe we cut it this one. We'll just do another random hole rabbit hole one later. Yeah. Okay, I think that sounds good then. All right, Blaine, are you ready? Yeah. Wait for me. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna start it. All right. So, 
If you guys go check us out on Instagram at Fort Longhall Podcast, you can go like us, follow us on there, give us comments, suggest things, any of that nature. You can also shoot us an email at ftlhpodcast at gmail.com. Like for the long haul, ftlhpodcast at gmail.com for questions and or like sponsorship information. And we also have a YouTube channel that we post videos. For those of you who want to have that video going in the background, like background noise like Brandon likes or mm-hmm. things of that nature, besides just having, if you want to see us, like seeing people, like that kind of thing going on, you can look us at look at us at For the Long Haul Podcast on YouTube. Now, other than that, that's pretty much all I got. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, you guys have a good one. All right, we'll see you.